God speaks this word over you, and I know there's a lot of people in this room right now, but God needs you, this word specifically and individually. It's one word, but if you can receive this word, you will conceive in your spirit divine purpose right now. Here's the word for you. God is speaking to you. God speaking to you. This word's for you. God speaks this word over your life right now, and I need you to receive it. Because if you're able to receive it, you're going to be able to conceive in the spirit of your womb right now. God says, favor. God says, favor. God says, favor over your life. Favor over you. I've been looking. I've been looking at you. I've been looking at you. I've been looking at you. This word is for someone. God's been looking at you. With favor. Favor, favor, favor. God told me that. If you can receive the word of favor, that this word has power to bring deliverance to your life. Favor right now is going to bring a word of deliverance. Receive his word of favor over you. It's going to break it. It's going to break bondages right now. Favor. 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 I've chosen you. With great favor, I have selected you with great favor. It's been my mercy and my goodness following you with favor. To be favored by God, not favored by man, favored by God. Not chosen by man, chosen by God. Not pre-selected by man, but pre-selected by God. Favor. Favor. Favor right now. You're going to give birth to something. You're going to feel something in your womb right now. Favor. 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 whole time God's been preparing you for favor. God's been preparing you for favor. He's been preparing us for favor, but we can't have his favor. We don't find him. God's favor will open doors. God's favor will produce something to be born in the spirit of your womb, in your spirit, not in your flesh, in your spirit. There are many people in this room right now that you're going to conceive today, and you're going to know, you're going to know you're conceiving today. And you're not pregnant with something that belongs to man. You are pregnant with something that belongs to God. You're carrying. You're carrying. You're, we'll be ca you're carrying. You're carrying. You're pregnant. You're pregnant. Not of your own will. I'm going to ask you to put your hand over your stomach right now. If you could put your hand over your stomach if you would. And I want you to say this. Say, God, I receive your favor. One more time, God, God I, receive I receive 
your favor. God, I receive your favor. Say, I will carry your gift. I will carry your gift. And I will birth hope. I will birth hope. I will birth hope. God has placed inside of you his gift to both hope. To birth hope. To birth hope. To both hope. I am carried hope. I am carried hope. You're pregnant with hope. You're not pregnant with your own purpose. You're pregnant with hope. You're pregnant with hope. We're pregnant with hope. He's favored us. He's given us a gift. We're pregnant with hope. This is why you exist. This is why we exist as a church. We're pregnant with hope. We weren't created for self-gain. We were not created were not created to be big in ourself. We were created to give birth to the purpose of God. But we need to receive the word of favor. You need to receive the word of favor. You need to receive the word of favor knowing that you've been chosen by God and been, and been impregnated by his spirit to birth hope to birth hope to birth hope father we we say yes god i say yes to your favor over my life i say yes to your favor and i want to tell you favor's always been over your life favor's always been over your life favor's always been over your life it's been over you it's been over you it's what brought you to, to today it's been his favor but we got to say yes to it you got to say yes to it you got to say yes to it. I, I can't say yes to God's favor for you. I can agree with it. I can believe in it. But, but you got to say yes to God's favor over your life. Say yes. We say yes as a church too. We say yes to the favor that you have graced us with, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for this goodness and this mercy, Lord, that has been following us, that has not left us, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for considering us, Lord. We are humbled. We are humbled. We are humbled that we have been chosen. Are you humbled that you've been chosen? Do you thank God that you've been chosen? Do you thank God that he selected you? Amen. Praise God. How many people received that favor? Somebody shout, it's mine. It's mine. Not because I say so, but the Lord says it's mine. We were praying this morning, and I'm sorry to be intrusive and interruptive, but I felt the Spirit of God just... Ah. <laughs> um, and as we were praying today in, the, in this, in this uh, morning... A pastor says something. He said, he says there was this guy by the gate. And the disciples tell him, gold and silver I do not give you. But what I, what I have I give you in the name of Jesus. Get up and walk. And there was a miracle that happened. In that moment, they didn't have it. In that very second, they didn't have it. 
But what they had was the power of God to heal someone. Amen. But I believe God is giving us opportunity not only to be a church that heals, but meets the need. And and I, I I'm not sure about the message that you have today. I know that it's aligned with what God wants to say, but I feel in my heart, as many people in this season, they, I get really excited for Christmas. And although this year I wasn't able to purchase the best, biggest, nicest, shiniest gift, I thank God that I was able to give something for my family and I was able to wrap something up. But somebody in this house wasn't able to this year. And somebody in this house has asked the Lord to be sufficient for them. Someone in this house said, God, you got to do something. It's Christmas and I got nothing. This could be your neighbor, the person right next to you. It could be the person right behind you. It could be the person right in front of you. And I truly believe that God wants to use his people to be a blessing for these people. It's not in their hand, but it's in their heart. And if we have favor that we proclaim we have, then a group of body of believers will say, you know what, I had, I, I got to give something and I have more than enough and, and God has been good. And yes, I know we bought those toys for those kids later on and that's going to be a blessing, but there's someone in my house. And I believe that if there's someone in my house, then they have to have to. Now, I'm just going to make a call. And I brought this little basket up because, I don't know. But there was also a basket that a little boy had with just some fish and some bread. And God multiplied. Maybe this amount isn't enough to do or supply the needs of this person, but it's a seed of faith. That won't allow them to give up. That won't allow them to commit suicide because of depression and anxiety. That, that the stress of burdens of life that is given them. I'm not collecting this offering for the church right now. I'm collecting this offering for a few people in this house today. So today, if you want to plant a seed right now, and I'm sorry to be interruptive, and I'm sorry to, to, to get out of order, but sometimes God will do it. And God just always puts it in my heart. And it's going to start with me. So if you make your way right now, sow a seed into someone's life that's having a hard time in Christmas time. And I pray that God will multiply his people for obedience. And I pray that he will, he will give unto you more than you can ever give unto them. Thank you, God. Thank you for your faithful. Somebody give God some praise. Give God some praise. Give God some praise. God, you're faithful. God, you're faithful. God, your favor is upon us. God, your favor is upon us. God, your favor is with us all the days of our lives. Right now, Lord, increase, increase. God, meet the need of the person. I don't know who that person is today. I don't know what they're going through, and I don't know what they're experiencing. But overflow, God, overflow, overflow. I know what you told me. I know what you told me. I know what you told me. Someone is dealing right now with some, some financial trouble, some tra financial hardships. And right now, God wants to meet your need. Right now, he's going to use your people, God. You're using your people. God, you want to use us? This is how he starts. He says, can you trust me? Can you trust me with everything? Thank you, Father. Blessed be the name of God. In Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. 
In family, there's none to be embarrassed. For today, there is a need in your life. And tomorrow, it might be me. Today, the Lord wants to fulfill that need. The word of God says, my children have not, for they ask not. I don't have an assigned name to that basket, but I know that that basket has an assigned name to it. And I don't know what I'm doing here. I've never done anything like this, but I believe that we're getting ready to step into a new realm of blessing. And this is not, this is not because I saw Transformation Church doing this or, or giving to the community like in this matter. This is because it's always been in my heart. So in this time, in this holiday season, where someone might not have enough. I want everybody just to stand to your feet. And I know this is this is a pride check right here. This is a pride check. And I'm just trusting God. This is a pride check. This is not, this is not to embarrass someone. This is not to, to make you feel shame. This is to prove that God is listening. And that when we call on to God, he will hear our cry. So right now, if you're in a need, I want you to come up to the front and take what you need. Do not withhold. Do not hold on to that. Please do not do it. Take what you need. Right now in this moment, someone's in need. This is the favor of God in this place, in this room right now. If you've been praying for God for a miracle, walk up to the front and take what you need. Take what you need. God is working. God is working. God is working. There's a breakthrough. There's a need in the house. I'm going to count to five. One. Two. Take what you need. Take what you need. Take what you need. Take what you need. Only if you need it. If you're in a need, God wants to supply not just today but forever. Take what you need. Won't God do it? Won't God do it? Won't God do it? If we are the body of Christ and we are not touching the people that are needing in our very table, he said, feed my people. Is there anyone else? I'm going to close this up. Is there anyone else? If you came to the front and grabbed something, raise your hand. Thank you for your obedience. Take some more. There's more where that came from. There's more where that came from. Take what you need. Take what you need. Just, just grab. Oh, no, just grab. Just grab. Just grab. God wants to open the window of heaven and I pray and I tremble before the Lord because I, I'm not an emotional person but I want to let you know when I feel his presence I feel his presence and I want to let you know that God will go where you are how you are no matter where you are and he will meet you at the place I don't know why you came but God says I want to meet I want to meet with you today and I pray that this will be a Christmas miracle for you and your family and I, I, I know it might not be enough, but I pray that you know that God has not forsaken you today. The word of God, he said, he will never leave you nor forsake you. Though my mother and my father leave me, the Lord will lift me up. Come on, somebody. Favor, favor. I don't know about you, but did that any definition of favor? We say God, I trust you. And then there's some areas that we don't trust God with. I know what it is not to be able to buy a toy for my niece. I know, I know the pain. I know the hurt. I know. And I just want to let you know that God hears you and God knows your pain. And God knows even if it's a little gift, if it's a little something, God wants to meet you right where you are. 
He's not abandoned you. He's not a God that will leave you. I'm telling you, he's always been faithful. He's always been there. He's always, always, always. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Today the Lord blesses you. Somebody give God praise. God, we thank you for your favor, Lord God. We thank you for your favor, God. We thank you for your favor. We trust you, Lord God. Let this be a moment of trust in you. Let this be a moment of certainty of our faith that we know who we believe in, Lord God. We will always trust you. We'll trust you for the provision of this house, Lord. As the word of God goes forth today, I want to tell you that this basket is still open. As the word of God goes forth today, you come. Thank you, Lord God, for your spirit, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for being faithful to your own word, Lord God. That if two or three of us came together and gathered in the presence of your name, you would be in our midst. We thank you because we know you're here. You know, we know that you're here. So we thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, say amen. Open your Bibles to the Gospel of Luke chapter 1, the place of favor. I had no idea that <laughs> what God put in my spirit for us today. We'll not just also be born in the spirit, but be born in the natural. This is a gift. This is a gift of favor. That is hope to someone. Did you hear me? This is favor. Hear me. This is favor that is a gift that becomes a hope for someone. That is exactly the word of God that he placed in my spirit today. Favor produces a gift that bursts hope for someone. In the spirit also of our season, where churches all across the world will celebrate and honor the birth of our Savior. What a beautiful time. What a beautiful time for us to come together and celebrate the birth of hope. If you didn't know, Jesus was the favor of God as a gift inside the womb of Mary. And she would give birth literally to the hope of the world. God's favor in a gift presented as hope. Picking up at verse 26 of Luke chapter 1, it says this. You read the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, who was the cousin of Mary, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings. You ready? Look at You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You 
have found favor with God. Now look what the favor produces. Look what, look what favor produces. You will conceive and give birth to a son. And you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. Look what Mary says. How will this be? Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you. And the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. For no word from God will never, will ever fail. I speak that over you. No word, no word, no word ever, never will ever fail spoken over you. Verse 38. Let's see Mary's response. Because at first she was troubled by it. At first she was frightened by it. She didn't even understand God approaching her with such favor. That's why some of you couldn't even take from the basket because you could not even comprehend what kind of greeting this was to you. It was God's favor, frightened to take God's gift of his favor to you. Frightened at first, but look, after hearing that this was the gift of God being placed inside of her, look what she said. She said, I am the Lord's servant. Mary answered, May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. She said yes. She was frightened at first, but she said yes. I'm telling you, you were frightened at first by such an invitation of God's favor. Don't leave this place without saying yes. Don't leave this place without saying yes. God, thank you for your word. We receive it. We receive it. I receive your favor. I have a gift. I will birth hope. I receive your favor. I have a gift. I will give birth to hope. Say it with me. I receive your favor. I have a gift. I will give birth to hope. Amen. You may be seated. I want to do this quickly. God has already spoken to us. I literally will only be confirming the word of God already spoken at this point. I thought someone would have to come after and confirm it. No, I'm actually the confirmer of God's spoken word already to us. As we speak about favor, it's important as a child of God, me as a son, you as a daughter, that you understand the favor of God. Favor by definition, if you were to look up the definition of favor, you would see that favor means to be uh, preferred or to be recommended. But biblically, when you look at favor, favor is not so much described as a definition, it's more of a description of favor. And when you look at the, when you look at the Bible, uh, the description that favor gives to us is this. Favor is someone that has found, uh, uh, found grace with God and has been chosen and selected with great purpose. 
So when you look at the description of favor in Scripture, it is someone that has been selected by God, chosen by God for great purpose. So that's what you need to understand when we say favors over you. When we say favors over you, it means that you have been selected by God, chosen for purpose. Many people in, in, in Scripture were, were, were seen with favor. We see this description of favor over their life. Starting with the first man, Adam and Eve, the first man and the first woman. It says this, that God blessed them, and he said unto them, be fruitful and multiply. Eve's name literally meant the mother of all living. She had favor. Adam and Eve had favor with God, and the gift inside of her was all creation. Her name literally meant mother of all living. So favor, understand this, when you've been selected and chosen by God with great purpose, that means this, that his favor is going to give you a gift. His favor is going to give you a gift. This is why so many people never step into a place of opening their gift is because they have not even received the favor of God. They haven't embraced the favor of God. They don't realize that they have been chosen and selected by God for great purpose. When you're able to receive this word of favor that we're speaking about, it opens your womb, your spiritual womb, to be impregnated by his gift. There's a process. Favor opens the door to the gift of God. And so Eve the, was blessed by God. They had favor with God, which opened her womb to be the mother of all living because God blessed them. His favor impregnated her with possibility to give birth to human life. Her son, uh, 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 Abel, also had favor with God when he brought his offering. The Bible says that when Abel brought his offering, that God found favor with Abel and with his offering. But jealousy of his favor, his brother killed him, and we never got to see what favor would come, uh, what, what completed favor would look like in Abel's life. But Abel had favor. The Bible says that Noah had found favor with God, and he was pregnated, impregnated in his womb with design of the ark, which would foreshadow who Christ would be as our Savior. Noah was favor produced in him uh, a design for God's uh, uh, foreshadowing of salvation. God's favor produced a gift. Joseph, the Bible speaks about multiple times having favor. He had favor with his physical father. But he had favor with God also. He had favor when he was sold into Potiphar's house. Into Potiphar's house. But he had favor the house. Uh, he had he had favor there when he went to the prison. He also had favor in prison. And when he got uh, ended up in the palace, he had favor there. Joseph also was a person who had favor, and he had gifts of dreams. His favor produced gifts for him. Moses was a person who had favor with God. In Exodus chapter thirty-three, he says, "God, you know me by name, and I have found favor in your eyes." Teach me. I want to know you more so that I could continue to be in this favor. Samuel also was a, was a little boy who found favor with God. The Bible says this about Samuel, that he walked and he grew in stature and with favor of God. And Samuel, because of that favor, was impregnated with the priesthood inside of him. The favor over you from God birthed something on the inside of you. That's why you have to be able to receive his favor first. You have to receive the word. Tell yourself, I have favor from God. And I dare you to look down and say, what is it, God? Because God's favor does not come without giftings. God's favor does not come without purpose and callings. 
He, you don't have favor with God so he could add you out as another follower and a friend on his social media account? You don't have favor with God so you guys could take a picture giving each other high fives and kissy faces. That's not why you have favor with God. When God looks on you with his favor, it's because he wants to put something on the inside of you. Favor produces a gift. And there's nothing, uh, there's nothing more tragic than people who talk themselves out of the favor of God. You know how many people have talked themselves out of the favor of God? You know how many times I almost talked myself out of the favor of God? You, we, you, know how you, you know how you talk yourself out of the favor of God? You start asking, why me? How come me? God, I'm not smart. Why did you choose me? Have you ever struggled with God's favor in your life? God speaks a word over you. you. You receive a word of this favor over you. Even today, as we're speaking about favor, you're asking yourself, why me? Even today with the opportunity to take from the basket, some of us hesitated. Why? Because we said, well, not me. can't be me. can't be me. I'm not good enough to receive this favor. I'm not smart enough to receive this favor. I, I, I'm not educated enough. How many of us have, 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 have shortcutted the favor of God because we talked ourselves out of it? It's dangerous to ask why. And if I'm honest with you, even 10 years later into the ministry, ministry I, I still could be asking why. God, why me? Why me? Why me? And, and, and this why and, and how me, how me, how could you even use me? How could you even do something great in my life? How could, I, how could I have great purpose in your kingdom? How could I be a minister? How could I be a vessel of you? God, why me? Why would, God, do you not know me? Have you not looked at me? Why, 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 why? Be careful. Don't, the main thing is not you answering the why. The most important thing about when you hear a word of, your, of favor over your life is this. Say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Don't say yes because you understand the why. You can go for years and never understand the why. But I tell you, if you say yes, if you say yes to his will, that's powerful. It will open the door for a gift to be born on the inside of you. But you have to say yes. Don't talk yourself out of the favor of God. Because if you talk yourself out of the favor of God, then you can't give birth to the gift that's inside of you. So say yes. I don't know why, but I say yes. I don't understand why, but I say yes. I don't want uh, Mary didn't know why. Mary didn't know why. And we don't know why. What do we know about Mary? We know this. She was a virgin. That's all that it says. It says she was a virgin. She was engaged, pledged to be married to a man named Joseph. So her marriage was already set up. It was already arranged for her to be married. But she was a virgin. That's what the Bible says about Mary. It doesn't ever really tell us what was that special about Mary. It doesn't say that she prayed a lot. It doesn't mean that she didn't pray at all. But we don't know. We can't say what the Bible doesn't say. But she found favor with God. It doesn't say she fasted more than all the other virgins of her time. It doesn't say that she went to church and went to temple more than all the virgins at that time. We don't know why, but we know that she said yes. You're not always going to know why God has selected you. You're not going to always know why God has plans for you. You're not going to always understand why did God decide to use you. But let me tell you this. Do not, do not cut yourself off from his favor because of the why. Just say yes. I dare someone say yes today. What if the whole church of God said, I don't understand your will. I don't understand your plan. I don't know how it's going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to make it work. It's not about you to make it work. God just needs you to say yes. I say yes. When we find God, we find favor. And so if we don't find God, then we miss favor altogether. 
It's one thing to be in favor with men and people, and, and favor with peers, and and favor, you know, in your community. But it's a whole other thing to be favored by God. And so when I find God, I find favor. Proverbs eight verse thirty five says this. It says, "For those who find me find life, and receive favor from the Lord." But those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. The proverb is saying this. If you find God, you will find his favor. What it means is this. In God is his favor. So that means this. I can't afford not to find God. I can't afford not to know God. I can't afford not to miss. I can't miss God. I need to find God because in God is where my favor is at. That's where your favor has been this whole time. It hasn't been in yourself. It hasn't because people liked you. It's not because someone else has supported you. You have what you have. You are who you are. The favor that is around you is because of the favor of God. So I need God. And I need his favor. Today I want to declare that as a church. We need to find God. We have to find God. If we miss God, we miss favor altogether. It doesn't matter what we do. It doesn't matter what we say. It doesn't matter how much money we collect. If we have not found God, then we have missed his favor altogether. How many people want this favor? Do not talk yourself out of favor. If you ask why it will paralyze you, say yes. Say yes. Don't wait. If, if, it's, if someone gives you a word and says, man, I see the favor of God over you, brother. Don't start looking back and say, oh, me, oh, me. You know how many? Why me? Don't, don't. Just say yes. Say, I receive it. Say, I receive your favor, God. What was important was Mary's yes. What was important was Mary's yes. The angel didn't explain to her why. He didn't give her details why. He just said, you've been favored by God. What is your answer? You've been favored by God. He's going to put a child inside of you. I know that you're a virgin, and I know this doesn't make sense. I know I know people will criticize you. I know it's not going to sound right. I know you're not going to be able to explain. Have you ever had God's word of favor over your life and been pregnant with something that belonged to God, and you weren't able to understand what God was about to do? Say yes. Say yes to it. Say yes to the vision that he gives you. Say yes to the thing that he puts on your heart when he calls you and when he speaks to you. Just say yes. Your yes is important. Stop telling yourself no. Your yes is important. And the reason why the yes is important is because your yes is what conceives the gift inside of you. Your yes conceives the gift. When Mary said, yes, Lord, May your word be fulfilled in my life. She gave conception happened in her womb. When she said yes, when she said yes, the, the, something happened. Joseph didn't touch her. The Bible literally says that he did not even touch her until they were married later on. He didn't touch her till after she had Jesus and until their wedding day. He did not. But God's hand touched her when she said yes. When she said yes, the Holy Spirit came down in her womb and it produced a child who, he, who, who she was instructed to be called, call him Jesus. He is the son of God. Your favor will come with a gift. Do you know that Moses was pregnant too? Moses had favor with God and he was pregnant too. He was pregnant with deliverance inside of him. But he almost talked himself out of it. 
Moses almost talked himself out of it. In Exodus chapter, uh, chapter 3, God appears to him at the burning bush. He has favor with God. But by the time you get to Exodus chapter 4, Moses is like, yeah, God, but uh, I'm not sure if you, if, if you really, if, uh, God, 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 I'm not, uh, God, I'm not, 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 God, I'm not so, 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 so sure you, 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 you know who I, I'm, I'm, I, I, God, I'm not so, uh, God, I know, I know I'm going, you told me I'm going into Egypt, but, but, but God, I'm not, I'm not sure if you, if you realize that I am, I'm slow of speech. And God said, yes, I know that Moses. He says, who do you think created the mouth of the speechless, of the deaf, the blind? He said, is it not I? I want to tell you that when God finds favor with you, he knows who you are. He knows what you can say and what you can't say. He knows what you can do and what you can't do. When God calls you and he gives you a big vision and a dream, he knows how much money you have and how much money you don't have. When God calls you, he knows who you're connected to and who you are not connected to. But this is what God said to Moses. Look at verse 10 of, of Exodus chapter 4. Then Moses said to the Lord, Oh, my Lord, I am not eloquent, neither before, uh, neither before nor since you have spoken to your servant. But I am slow, 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 slow of speech, and, 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 and I am slow, slow of tongue. So the Lord said to him, who has made man's mouth? Or who makes the mute, the deaf, the seen, or the blind? Have not I the Lord? Now, therefore, go and look, I will be with your mouth. And teach you what to say. I'll be your mouth. I know you don't know what to say, but I'm going to be your, I'm going to gift you with my mouth. Moses almost talked himself out of it. Moses almost talked himself out of it. The day that God gave me a vision for all of this, I almost talked myself out of it. I look now 10 years I don't know how we even got here. I couldn't have written how we got here. But when God came and favor was over me, favor came over me and I saw a vision. I saw a vision of a church and I saw a vision of people. And I said, God, I don't know if you realize this, but I, I, I wasn't made for this. Me, God, do you know, do you know who you're calling right now? I, I, am, I am terrified to be in front of people. I don't like speaking in front of people, God. I almost talked myself out of it. I said, God, me, uh, I, didn't, I didn't grow up wanting this. How many of us are talking right now? You're in the, you're, you've been in the middle of talking yourself out of something that God has found favor with with you. Some of you are going tonight saying you're praying, but you're just trying to talk God out of it. And God said, no, I found favor with you. And I remember I cried, not, not thinking that I could. I cried knowing my own disabilities, knowing my own failures, knowing my own weaknesses. And I'm like, and, and, and it got to the point where I said, God, I don't know how. And God, I don't know why. But I, but I know who you are. And all I say is yes. And that's all God needed to birth the gift inside of me. So I want to tell you today, your yes will birth the gift inside of you. Your yes to God's favor will birth the gift inside of you. 
What is God calling you to do right now? What is God showing you right now? What visions? What territories is God calling you to? What business ideas? What has God shown you? God needs your yes. God can't do it with a no. God can't do it if you deny it. God can't do it if you say if you refuse. God can't. He needs your yes. God can't force you. God couldn't force me. He could only show me and say, I have found favor with you. I need your yes. God needs your yes. And now 10 years later, I, can't, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't have. If I would have did this, okay, God, I'm going I'm to be a pastor of a church, and I saw thousands of people. If I would have tried to write it out, if I would have tried to write out who I needed to meet, who I needed by my side, how much money it would take, if I, if I would have written down all the people that we would meet, all the people we were friends, I would have never been able to write it down. Because this is what happens. Uh, how am I going to carry that? How am I going to fulfill that? How am I going to accomplish that? You ever felt that? That, that? That's part of the why. How am I ever going to do that? How am I going to accomplish that? How am I going to, how am I going to get it there? How am I going to get it there? How am I going to get, how am I going to get this gift there? How am I going to get, how am I going to make way for this? I could have never written out how to bring the gift that I saw to this moment. And then I realized that's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. It's not that you receive this gift from God, this vision of God, this calling from God, this purpose from God, and you, you need to make room for the gift, and you got to make plans for the gift. And, and you, can, you can't calculate how it's going to happen. You can't plan how it's going to happen. It, it's too much. You, you, you would never know. And, 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 I, and God showed me that when you do that, you're looking at it backwards. When you try to make room for it to happen, when you try to plan for it to happen, that's not how it works. Look what the Proverbs says in, verse, in chapter 18, verse 16. A man's gift makes room for him. A man's gift makes room for him. I know you're asking, okay, God, I received this word. I received this gift. I received this favor. But how? How am I going to make it happen? And, 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 and it takes some experience to learn. It's not that you're going to make room and, and make possible for it to happen. In actuality, your yes will allow the gift to come alive inside of you, and it's actually your gift that is going to make room for you. So I know you think that it's about you carrying the gift there, when all reality, it's God's gift inside of you that has actually carried you to that place. I'm like, if I would have planned how to carry what I saw to this place, I would have never been able to write it on paper. But now I know. How did we get here? The gift actually brought me here. It's not my job to carry the gift there. The gift. Look what it says. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men. So what does this mean for Mary? It means this. Mary, if she would have thought about it backwards, she would have said this. Oh, I have to carry the Savior of the world there to his purpose. She didn't realize that the Savior of the world was carrying her to her purpose. She, she wasn't carrying the gift. She said yes to it. And the gift carried her all the way to the end. We didn't make, we didn't carry the gift here. We didn't carry the vision here. The gift carried us here. This is why it's not up to you to figure out why. It's not up to you to figure out how. If you say yes to the gift, that gift will open doors for you. That gift will put you in the right places. That gift will put you before people who you need to have a conversation with. That will say, you know what, I'll pay for that. I'll pay for that. 
But you got to say yes to the gift. If God shows you something and he favors you and you start saying, no, I don't know how. No, it'll never make sense on paper. You'll never get there. You'll never be able to do what God's called you to do. But I dare you to say yes in faith. I dare you to go lock yourself up in the room and say, God, I trust you, and I don't know how, but I believe in you, and you're going to open doors, and you're going to put me in the right place, and you're going to provide for this. I guarantee you, the gift will make room for you. How did we get here? The gift made room for us. I could have never written down how this was going to happen. But believing in the word that was spoken allowed the gift to be born, and the gift carried us here. So why a gift? Why such a gift? Mary's gift was the son of God. The gift was the savior of the world. Mary literally gave birth to the savior of the world. Mary literally gave birth to hope. The gift inside of you is not for you. The gift inside of you is to give birth to hope for someone else. Mary literally gave birth to a prayer and the prophecy of a nation and a people. If she would have said no to God, she would have delayed the promise and the answer coming at the time that it needed to happen. So this is why when God says, I have found you with favor, and he gives you a word, and he puts a gift inside of you, say yes right away because you have no idea how long someone's been praying for the gift that you have. You have no idea how long someone's been waiting. You, your gift, hear me, your gift is an answer to someone's prayer. And if you don't believe me, God showed us today. The gift that you gave today. You said yes today and gave a gift, became an answer to someone else who came in the church praying, God, I need a miracle for my family, for my child. Your yes, your gift is an answer to someone else's prayer. So this is why you can't delay when God puts a, a favor over you. This is why you can't delay when there's a word spoken over you. If God says, I'm calling you to do this, say yes to it. Start acting on it. Start believing, sowing into it with prayer. Because why? Someone is waiting on your yes. When we say yes now, it's with great understanding that our community needs us. Now. Not later. Our yes right now will answer someone's prayer. You have no idea how long someone's been waiting for someone to say yes to God. And so the longer that we wait, the longer hope takes. But I say yes right now. If I say yes to what God is putting in my spirit now, if I say yes to what God has placed in my heart now, I will literally be giving birth to hope. Hope in someone else's life. The world needed Jesus. And the people today need us. They need us now. I want to declare that our church is a place of hope. But I can't say declare hope if I can't get us to receive favor. If God can't get us to receive favor, then we can't be impregnated with the gift that he has for us because the gift is conceived in us when we say yes not when we hold it back not when it's when, 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 when we lock it up not when we deny it not when we keep it in our pockets 
But when we say yes and we release it, that's when it could give birth in someone else's life as hope. I want to declare that the dwelling place church today, that this was just a symbol. This was, a, this, this was the birthing. This was, this was the first labor delivery of what our church will produce for our church and for our community. This, this, this was faith. This was saying yes. That your giving was saying yes. That your obedience to give was saying yes. And our yes, our yes to the favor produced hope in someone. That's what happens when we say yes. And don't be jealous with someone else's gift and favor. Don't, 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 be, don't, don't be jealous. God's got, God has his gift for you. God has his gift for you. God, your, your yes to God will give, will give birth to your own gift. 1 Corinthians 12 says this. There are different kinds of gifts. You, you, you've been given a gift. You're that special. You got that much special favor with God. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in everyone, it is the same God at work. At work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the spirit is given for the common good. Your gift will be hope to someone. I don't got to be jealous of what my brother is doing. I don't got to be jealous of what my sister is doing. God's gift in me will provide hope to someone. My gift is special. My gift is unique. My calling is individual. I I have something. I have something to give. That's why God found favor with me and put purpose inside of me. That's why God's found favor with you and put purpose inside of you. He's given you a gift. As Mary was there, pregnant with the gift of God, the Bible tells us this, that Elizabeth was pregnant too with her own gift. Mary didn't have to be like, oh, but Elizabeth's got a gift. What about me? And Elizabeth's like, oh, but Mary's got a gift. What about me if I could just have her baby? No, Mary was gifted with the Savior of the world. And, 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 and Elizabeth was, 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 was pregnant. She was, did I say Mary was Mary? Mary was pregnant with the Savior of the world. And Elizabeth was pregnant with the one who would announce his coming. The one who would prophesy his coming. Mary and Elizabeth both were gifted. They had their own gift. And I want to tell you, you have your own gift. 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 And you know what I prayed? I prayed today that today would be a stirring of the gifts. Uh, th that was before we got here. That was before we got here. And then we got into prayer this morning. And, and the young people were over there. And Alex asked him, he said, what gift have you been praying for? Let's stir up the gifts. I was praying that over this message, that today as we came here, someone's gift inside of them that's been sleeping, that while we get up in our gifts, that it would, it would do something. It would, it, it would stir the gift inside someone else and say, you know what, I'm pregnant too. I have something to give too. I got purpose too. I have favor too. Look what it says in Luke 1, and I'm finishing, verse 41. After Mary says yes to Jesus, to the angel Gabriel, it says she goes to visit her cousin Elizabeth. It says this in verse 41. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, and it was, hello, 
I sound just like Mary, right? Hello. <laughs> Elizabeth, are you home? I'm here. That sounded a little evil. I'm sorry. I'm scared. <laughs> when she comes and she greets and says, I'm here, when she rings her doorbell and knocks on the door and says, I'm here, I come to see you. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, look what happened. Now remember, Mary said yes to the favor. And when she said yes to the favor, the Holy Spirit conceived in her womb and she became pregnant with the Son of God, Jesus. So when she's coming, she's not coming by herself to her house. She's coming pregnant with child of the Holy Ghost. And she says, Elizabeth, I'm here. And it says this, Elizabeth, hearing Mary's greeting, it says the baby leaped in her womb because Elizabeth was pregnant too. And when she heard Mary's voice, and Mary, full of the Holy Spirit, pregnant with a child, pregnant with the gift, the gift that was inside of Elizabeth herself, when she heard the greeting of her, of her cousin, it says that Elizabeth's baby leaped with the Holy Ghost. Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. In a loud voice, she exclaimed, blessed are you among women, and blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored? Both women coming into understanding that they are both favored by God. One gift, stirring the gift of someone else. They weren't, uh, they, 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 weren't uh, uh, they weren't jealous of one another. But she blessed her for her gift, visiting her. And she said, blessed is the child you will bear. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as the sound of her greeting reached, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she, uh, uh, blessed is she who has delivered that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Today I want to pray that your gift is stirred today. That you say yes to his favor and something leaps inside your womb today. That something leaps inside your womb today. That something conceives inside your womb today. You have favor with God. You have favor with God. And how blessed are we to hear one another's greetings. I'm so happy God is using you. I'm so happy that God has shown you things. I'm so happy that God is calling you. I'm so happy that God put purpose inside of you. I'm so happy that you see visions for yourself and have dreams for yourself and have gifts for yourself. I'm so happy that you prophesy. I'm so happy that you have faith. I'm so happy that when you touch people, they are here. I'm so happy for your gift. That's how we need to be. How blessed I am that you will come to visit me because your gift is storing my gift. Have you ever been stirred by someone's gift? Where, where, where someone's gift touches you and you're like, oh, my God. As someone who's been called to speak, as I have listened to many great men and women of God, it's, it, it, there's this feeling when you see someone in their gift and then it stirs that gift inside of you. Because by yourself, sometimes you talk yourself out of it and say, no, you can't. But seeing someone's gift alive, active in someone else, 
It'll cause you to have a little bit more faith that day and say, you know what, God, I say yes to this. You're going to use me the same way. You're going to use me with great power. You're going to use me with my own anointing. You're going to use me in my own calling and my purpose. I say yes. Stir the gift inside of me. I want to do your will. I want to preach and people believe. I want to lay hands on the sick and they are healed. I want to go to the nation and preach your gospel and thousands come because that's what Peter did. That's what the church did. It's stirring the gift inside of me. I say yes to your favor. I say yes to your favor. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You, you right there in your seat. Some of you stir the gift right now. I stir the gift inside of you right now. Could someone just help me pray for someone else's gift to be stirred? Someone who's been talking themselves out of it. Someone who's been counting themselves out. No, right now, let our gifts touch. Let my gift touch your gift. Let our prayers touch your womb right now in the name of Jesus. Stir the gift. Stir the gift. Stir the gift. I pray right now that someone conceives right now because of your favor. Look what Paul said to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 6. He says, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and a sound mind. Look how he's speaking to Timothy. He said, I want to stir the gift inside of you. He goes, I pray for you. I lay hands on you and you became pregnant with a gift. You became pregnant with a gift. I know you have it. I know it conceived. Now I want to stir it up. I don't know if you stopped believing about your gift. I don't know if you stopped believing the calling about your gift. I'm not sure you stop believing the words of God over your life. Today we want to stir up the gift. You still have God's favor. You still have God's favor. You will not miscarriage the gift of God, I declare. You will not miscarriage the gift of God. You will go full term, I declare, in Jesus' name. You'll go through your process in Jesus' name. You will go through your battles, and you will go through your fights. But come on, you're going to deliver that in Jesus' name. The Bible says that when Mary was in Bethlehem, yeah, there were shepherds, and yeah, there were animals, but there were angels too. The Bible says there were angels. I could imagine the angels. They weren't there bringing gifts. I know what they were doing. They were saying, come on, Mary. Come on, Mary. Push Mary. Push Mary. Push Mary, you got the Savior. You got the gift. Deliver. Deliver. Yes, you can. Come on, girl. Come on, boy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Push. 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 Deliver. Deliver. You shall give birth. You shall give birth. You shall give birth. Your dreams shall give birth. The vision you shall see. We come and stir the gift inside of you. You're going full term. I rebuke you if you've been trying to abort it, and I rebuke you from a miscarriage. You will deliver what God placed inside of you. Remember what he said. Not one, not one word from God will fail. Not one, not one word spoken to the spirit of your womb. If, you, if, if God showed you as a minister, you will be a minister in Jesus' name. 
You're going to go full-term. If, 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 if God showed you that you were pastor young people, you're going to pastor young people in Jesus' name. You're going full-term. If God called you to the nations, I declare you will go to the nations. It will be provided for. He'll open the doors in Jesus' name. Not one word from God will fail. If God called you to lead people into worship, you will sing, and people will come into the presence of God. Not one word is going to fail. We come and stir up the gift. But it begins with you saying yes to his favor. Today I want to pray for people who have struggled to embrace God's favor. If you've been talking yourself out of it, I invite you to come right now. I want to pray for you. I don't want you to leave here with a no. I don't want you to leave here with confusion. I don't want you to leave here doubting. I want to pray for you. If you know you're the person that you have been struggling with just saying yes. Come, the altar's open. You'll never give birth to it if you never say yes to the favor. Look, you, look at all the people you have. These are just people. Just people who are struggling with even saying yes to what God has spoken to them. Today, will you say yes with me? I know you don't understand it, but will you say yes to me? I know you don't know how, but will you say yes with me? Let me tell you, your yes, your yes, your yes, your yes, your yes, your yes, your yes to the gift. Your yes to what he puts inside of you. Don't forget his word. The gift. The gift will make room. The, that means the gift will provide for it. The gift will open doors. Do not be lost in the why. Do not be lost in the how. God's gift. His gift. Say yes. His gift will make the room. Your gift. Because it's going to be the gift that's going to carry you there. You're not, you're not really carrying it. Your yes, the gift will carry you there. For everyone that's there, I'd love for you to extend your hands forward as we pray. The Apostle Paul said to Timothy, I want to stir up the gift that came through as I laid hands on you. Today as I touch you, I pray that the gift will be stirred right now in the name.